shelter from the storm. Welcome to the Shelter from the Storm podcast, a daily walk through the Bible with me, Pastor Jason Poling, as we seek shelter in Jesus Christ from the storms of this life. It's a great day to glorify God. This is Pastor Jason Poling coming to you from the Shelter from the Storm podcast. We were off Friday and this weekend, so we're just now getting back at it here in Mark chapter 7. We're in verse 9. I'm in the New American Standard Version. And also, we were supposed to have our interview with Pastor Austin Schmidt from Gray Avenue Christian Church here in Yuba City last week. We had to reschedule. We hope to do that tomorrow, Lord willing. So tune into that. You can always check us out on our YouTube channel. Just search Cornerstone Church of Yuba City and also our Facebook.com backslash Cornerstone YC. should be able to access uh, a lot of our digital content, sermons, but also our podcasts. Um, we're going to be talking about pastoring and shepherding in the new post-COVID-19 digital age. That's going to be enlightening, encouraging, and kind of looking to the future of what it, what it might look like. So hope you tune in. But we're in Mark chapter 7, and we're coming off the heels of a text about traditionalism and legalism and how that's dangerous to our faith, to our souls. And Jesus is always confronting the Pharisees especially and the scribes. They were just so caught up and riddled with legalism. Verses 1 through 8 He's talking about how they're just hypocrites, and he uses the prophecy, the very famous prophecy in Isaiah, uh, uses the word of God against them, the word that they proclaim to follow, and says, the people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. So these Pharisees, they'd create all these regulations and commandments, even beyond, obviously beyond the law of Moses, and they use those to make themselves look and feel holy and above others and act like they really were worshiping God on the surface. But the reality is, under the hood, in their heart, and behind closed doors, I'm sure even, they were not holy at all. They were serving their own selfish agenda. And so Jesus says, you're hypocrites. Then he goes further today in today's text in verse 9 and following. He says, you're not only uh, hypocrites, not truly worshiping God, you're actually doing evil. You're, you're breaking God's commands and hurting others and violating the very essence of what the commands of God were for, which is to love God with your heart, soul, mind, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. The Apostle Paul says the whole law is summed up in this, love your neighbor. And, and so Jesus uses a specific command that would have been very, uh, it was probably the right, perfect, not probably, it was the right command to use. Uh, Jesus, I've, there's a bunch of things they were doing that were breaking the law, but this one just stood out as shocking and really stood as a, a test case, an example for how they have descended as Pharisees into evil and the way that they have twisted the word of God. So here's what he says in verse, of course, 8 from last, last time we met. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. He gives an example, verse 9. He said to them, you have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother. So this idea of Corbin, it just means sacrifice. They would take uh, maybe some of their resources, probably just financial or property. Maybe they also talked about their time or talent. And they would say, I can't use this uh, to, to, for other people or to keep God's written commands from Moses because I've offered it 
as a sacrifice to God. It's been dedicated to God. So in this instance, imagine a a father or mother comes to a man and says, I I need help. Um, We are struggling financially. Could you help me out, son? And the son, acting all pious, says, well, I've actually, all the money I have, I've, I've devoted it to God. And the Pharisees, religious leaders in the culture, and perhaps even the parents would say, oh, I, I understand, like because they've been taught this, that when you dedicate it to God, it's tied up. It's tied up for God. And the reality is, as scholars have noted, that most of the time they didn't actually turn their money over to the temple. They, they kept it in their own coffers and used it for however they wanted to, but they, they would uh, not give it to anyone because they, they said it was, quote-unquote, dedicated to God. So it's a twisted system, obviously. But the Pharisees, the religious leaders, acted like it was okay. Like it was okay to break the commands that God had laid down for the good of neighbor, the love of neighbor, which is to honor your father and mother and take care of them. They thought that that was okay to break that command to keep a tradition, a command of man. And so Jesus is saying, you guys are not only hypocrites, you're abusers, you're users, you're evil in the way that you're disobeying God's command to pad your own pockets and hurt other people. And this happens often um, in religious circles when we get into legalism. I mean, you can imagine, I mean, there's so many uh, instances. And this is where Jesus says, uh, verse 13, thus making void the word of God, the actual word of God, you made it void by your tradition that you have handed down and, of course, hold up higher than the word of God. And many such things you do. So there's many uh, um, uh, examples we could cite. Uh, one maybe we could see even here in our modern day, Imagine um, we have a tradition where this is how we dress in church, how we look for God uh, before God. This is how we respect God. And it's a tradition. It's a, it's a man-made commandment. Like to revere God means you must wear a suit, let's say. And then somebody comes in who doesn't know Jesus and somehow stumbles into your church. The Holy Spirit leads him there and he wants to find God, find Jesus. And you cast him out or you don't interact with him because he's not uh, obeying your man-made tradition. And so in that case, a very simple example, of course, you have violated the commands of God. It says to love your neighbor and to to not, in James chapter 2, put a priority over any person. We don't uh, look more favorably upon one or the other. We reach out to every single person. Paul says we become all things. We become all things to all men, so that by any means we may save some. And so, when you see the man come in, shabby clothes, or wearing shorts, or wearing a hat, flip flops, you run up to him and invite him, and you welcome him because you want them to know Jesus. But if you have a, a system where you've given yourself over to, to tradition, uh, and 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 you think that that has made you holy, and in your group you feel um, like you guys are. Uh, more honoring to God than other people, you are going to fall into this pharisaical trap. And not only will you be a hypocrite, what Jesus says, because you think you're holy by wearing certain outfits, but your heart is actually far from him, but you're also being abusive to others and violating the very spirit and essence of the law of God to love your neighbor. And so this can happen in so many ways. Uh, And and I'm sure you could, uh, I'd love to hear your comments on all the ways that you've seen traditionalism and legalism, the commands of man 
violating the commands of God and hurting other people. So we have to be very, very cautious, very wary of us falling into that trap. And then Jesus says in verse 14, he called the people to him again and said to them, hear me, all of you, and understand. He's always calling out to us to listen, to open our ears, be humble, to admit that we've been doing these things. Verse 15, there's nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him. But the things that come out of a person are what defile him. And so he's going back to the original dispute that the Pharisees had about Jesus' disciples not washing their hands. And of course, it's good to wash your hands. Of course, we live in a COVID-19 world where we understand about microorganisms and viruses. And so that's not the point. We're not talking about... The the, the Pharisees were talking about it as um, a tradition, a way to make yourself holier and to be more acceptable to God and really acceptable to the people in your religious social subculture group. And that is a sinister sort of legalism and traditionalism that Jesus is confronting about this issue of washing your hands uh, before you can eat. And that was, a again, a tradition that the Pharisees had set up. So what Jesus is saying is that don't fall for that. He says there's nothing outside a person that going into him can defile him in terms of spiritual, right? There's, everything is pure. To the pure, all things are pure, Paul says. Uh, it's the things that come out of a person are what defile him. It's the issues of the heart. And we'll look at that here in the next podcast in the verses 17, 16, 17 and following. We'll find that it's, it's yeah, it's the heart. What we think about God, what we, do we love God? Do we love others? And if we have that as our core goal, to glorify God in all we do, everything we do is going to become holy. We're going to do things purely. But if we don't have that heart, everything coming out of us is going to be wickedness. It's going to be vile, judgmental, destructive to others, hateful. And so it doesn't matter if you have all these traditions and you're washing your hands endlessly and you're you're dedicating things to Corbin and you're wearing the right clothes and you're saying the right things. It, it doesn't matter. You'll never be able to clean up and contain the contaminant inside of you, which is a wicked heart, unwilling to worship God and to follow him and to love him with your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love others. So we've got to be very wary of traditionalism. In, in the Evangelical Free Church that I'm a part of, Evangelical Free Church in America, one of the statements we like to make is, where stands it written? So if somebody has an idea or uh, a way that we should be more holy, to do things in church life or to Christian life, we say, okay, show us in God's word where that's laid out. And then also we want them to show us the spirit of it, the heart of it. Are you just keeping that letter of the law in the scripture to be abusive to others? to make yourself look more holy than you are, if that's the case, then you've misinterpreted that scripture you're even pointing to. So we just need to be very wary of tradition, legalism. It is deadly to faith, deadly to yourself, deadly to others. Well, we'll talk tomorrow a little bit more about this, and Jesus is going to reveal more aspects of our heart. So tune in tomorrow, um, and also we'll have that um, interview with Pastor Austin Schmidt, Lord willing. God bless you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for taking a few minutes today to dive into the Word of God with me. I always love hearing your feedback and questions. So you can email me at jason at cornerstoneyc.com. Looking forward to continue in the Word of God with you 
as we seek shelter from the storm in Jesus Christ.